this time it's your boy Sean. <laughs> Welcome back to Reddit on Wiki, the show now TikTok famous for our Am I the Asshole segments. But guess what, Wikimaniacs? It's Monday, so we're back at it again with our bullshit. I'm your host with the most for today's episode. It is I, the Punny Pinoy John. With me as always are my amazing co-hosts. First up, the man who claims that Wakanda sucks. Oh Let's my god. host in Ottawa's own Mr. Oh Josh no. Shell. What is good, I, Josh? I have never claimed that once in my life. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and everyone's that- gonna be confused. <laughs> <laughs> but what what's up, everyone? Known Wakanda lover Josh Shell in the house. Yeah. I do love Wakanda forever. To round up the crew <laughs> is the man who Dave Meltzer would give a seven-star rating for. Shots and Thoughts head honcho and Houston legend, Mr. Sean Salvino. What is good, bro? What's up, homies? Shout out to our new TikTok listeners. Let me know in the comments if any of you know who the fuck Dave Meltzer is. I bet you maybe like I, 5%. Josh I doesn't know. know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to generalize, but Dave Meltzer's a pretty niche, uh, niche kind of guy, I feel like. I'm assuming wrestling. Am I, yes. am I on something? So you know nice. how like Roger Ebert is known for reviewing movies? No, but... <laughs> he, well, Dave Meltzer's the Rotten Tomatoes of wrestling. Oh, that is it'll a say, great tagline. It'll be like, uh, yeah, this is good, or this is not worth this watching, things like that. Yep. He judges matches or people? Matches. Matches. Because okay. one was definitely more controversial, if you yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the match. The match. <laughs> So we got a very chill episode for you today. We'll start out with some catching up, a few housekeeping items, and we'll get on our topic for today's episode, the 40-hour work week. The boys and I will be having some discussion in between, and after (laughs) we get back from break, we'll hop on Reddit where we read some stories from r slash Tales from the Job. So let's do some quick housekeeping items before we catch up. And we got this review from a listener, JadeGen358. They gave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. They titled it, Charming and Wildly Inappropriate. The perfect combination. <laughs> it's just, it's facts, though. <laughs> Especially episodes uh, two, five, a, Let's eight. not, let's not <laughs> remind them of which episodes are unlistenable. <laughs> So JayGen358 wrote, The perfect combination. These three are so genuinely funny. I'm so glad to say that these men can and should keep their mics because it's never a dull moment. Laugh my way through every episode and you guys deserve all the hype. Wow. Thank you, I appreciate Jay. that. I, I kept my mic but lost the stand, as you guys can see, watching on, on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's truly wild to just watch a full body shot, Josh, just laid out, relaxed. You got to get on YouTube to see this. You can't you can't completely spread eagle though, Josh. No, I, I as soon as I did it I regretted it. Wikimaniacs, let us know in the comments below what where is Josh aligning left or right? <laughs> you don't get left. Left. Okay, no. Oh god. Oh. Please Goodness don't. gracious. <laughs> uh, if you want to leave a review like our awesome listener jgen358 you can do so by heading over to our website at redditonwiki.com. You can leave a rating there or go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods and consider leave, leaving your boys a five-star rating. It really does go a long way and it helps other people discover us as well. Speaking of discover, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at redditonwiki. We're also on TikTok at redditonwikipod and you can find us on YouTube as well if you want to see our handsome faces. 
And if you want to see Josh, keep spreading those beautiful legs. So just search us at Reddit on Wiki. And if you want to support us financially, consider being a patron, not a Patreon. Support starts at $1 and it'll help us cover some fees to create the show. All links on the show notes, or you can go directly to our website at redditonwiki.com. It starts at a dollar, but it goes all the way to $25. Believe it or not, you could really support us $25 a month. You better believe it, baby. If you really love the show, really love the TikToks. That's what Sean, we're doing. Sean also wants to upgrade his studio. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, fucking John has lights. Josh fucking installed brick and grout in there. It's crazy to see that. all myself. I still have my should be a regular closet that I shoved all my sneakers in and uh, <laughs> nothing hanging on the walls because uh, we haven't painted yet. Wicked Maniacs, help me out. You guys love my take. I shame men. That's that's y'all's uh, vibe right now. We provided him that mic, too. Yeah, I didn't even buy this mic. Uh, <laughs> you should oh, do a man. shoe review someday. <laughs> I'll I'll do it. I feel like the Wicked Maniacs don't give a shit about my shoes. Uh, no, that's fair. I mean, I don't either, but yeah. <laughs> Both of you guys don't. John famously <laughs> hates all down sneakerheads. So now that all that housekeeping items are out of the way, how's life been treating you boys? Well, you know, laying brick and stuff. It was hard work. Crazy. So, <laughs> so if you want to see him lay that down shirtless, you can go to our $25 tier on Patreon. No, uh, it's just uh, not shirtless. I keep this shirt on, but nothing underneath. Oh, incredible. Even better. Yeah. Really frames the, uh, the non-existent abs in here. <laughs> Big Canadian vibes. You love to see it. Staying true to the hometown. Lumberjack. Next week, all jeans, baby. Oh, my God. (laughs) Canadian tuxedo. Let's go. I love the Canadian tuxedo. Do you? Is that a style you you rock with? I don't rock it frequently, but I've done it a couple times. I fuck with it. (laughs) As a Canadian, I've never done that. (laughs) It's a good look, man. You should try it out. I'm not a jeans guy, man. I, 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 I honestly hate wearing jeans. On my on my legs, let alone my body. <laughs> my just, well, I don't know what do you call them when they're like they, we're talking about all jeans. So it's like leg jeans. Is that what pants, you call them? Man. Pants. Thank you. I'm a fucking. Right, technically, you're not talking jean. I mean, I guess jean jacket, but technically just denim, right? Denim is yeah, the denim is the word you're you're looking for. Thank you. I got um, you. Josh would be a killer fuckboy, don't you think? This fool would have. This fool has the potential to be a fuckboy. Josh is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I would say all three of us are too nice to be fuckboys. I'm also <laughs> very introverted, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I... You have a podcast. What that, that makes it worse, if anything. <laughs> we have a podcast where we don't see each other in person at all. We just talk yeah. to a computer screen, which... You know, I, I literally uh, go to my basement and talk to, yeah, as, as John said, a screen for three, four hours. <laughs> God not the coolest thing when you describe it out loud <laughs> yeah it's truly wild hearing that out loud holy shit we we're sit losers. here for three to four hours oh my yeah. god we got no fucking life this is our last episode guys actually believe it or not it's like shit. a glass shatter moment for sean yeah. <laughs> oh uh, god what the fuck were we talking about i was asking you guys how the fuck yeah. you've been and then you jumped into oh, this right, denim right, bit. right right i mean it was a good bit oh yeah <laughs> good man i uh the weather's been crazy here. It's been, as Katy Perry would say, hot, then it's cold. It was Keep saying the rest. very nice and sunny last week. And this week it's like minus 20 Go ahead, uh, Celsius. So my mental's that, just been... When that happens, <laughs> is it like, when it hits negative 20, is it like borderline snow again? Or is it still like sunny? It's just negative 20. Uh, 
Uh, it depends. Like we're getting freezing rain literally right now, but we had snow two days ago. And then when it got really cold, it was just like bright blue skies. It was just really cold. It's really hit and miss. <laughs> depends on the day. I remember when I was so younger, I used to think like, oh my God, Houston is so unique because the weather is always changing all the time by the day. <laughs> and then like I got older on the internet and people would be like, oh, Dallas has the same memes, I guess, Texas. And then I'd be like, oh, literally <laughs> everywhere has the same fucking memes unless you live in California. Everyone just goes through the pains. Weather sucks wherever you go. Yeah, no matter yeah. where you're at, unless exactly. you're living in California and paying like quadruple the rent no they have some shitty weather in california fire season is the worst yeah. you can't you can literally oh, that's can't breathe and earthquakes earthquakes sure i don't know if fires are necessarily a cl- like they're not a weather thing you know they're, they're- oh but it oh it <laughs> so, does because it doesn't because rain you can't yeah you can't breathe dude because the how the air quality sure. sucks the dryer Everywhere gets, sucks, guys. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. fucking sucks. Damn. If you're listening and you like where you live weather-wise, uh, let us know so we can all move there. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nice. And you could really help us afford to live wherever that is by hitting our $25 Patreon <laughs> tier. I just hate to bring it back up again. Or just Do let us know? live with you. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so before we keep going, let's kind of jump in the topic that we're going to have today. But first, I would like to pose you guys some questions. So when you guys were growing up, what did you envision your dream job would be? We're going full on depression mode here now, huh? <laughs> hey, let's do it. <laughs> Not what I'm doing now. Sounds like I wish right. I could be on the Oscars uh. smacking the shit out of Chris Rock. <laughs> I wish I could be at the Oscars getting slapped in the face by Will Smith. I don't give a shit, bro. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> what was your dream job, Sean? Honestly, I don't know. Like a professional wrestler lawyer. <laughs> a what? Interesting. A lawyer that also professional wrestlers you you could sell that like lawyer by day crime fighter by night <laughs> and then low-key that's a they good had, bit they had a guy in the 90s not that i idealized him so one i loved wrestling as a kid two my favorite aunt was a lawyer so it wasn't there was a lawyer wrestler in the 90s what was his name john Irwin something IRS. something but yeah his initials spelled out irs <laughs> irs yeah. uh he was a big dickhead. I, di- I didn't want to be like him, but I wanted to be a cool lawyer that was also a professional wrist. Uh, how many cool lawyers do you know? Uh, just, just my aunt, Daredevil's cool. Uh, Daredevil, my sister-in-law. So that's three. That's, that's So your uh, sister-in-law is living half your dream. Yeah, I mean, technically, when you think about it that way, that's true. <laughs> she just needs to be a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, especially when I see her paycheck. I'm like, yeah, that is half my dream, huh? <laughs> Half your dream's just the paycheck. (laughs) The defending people is cool, but really it's that money. I want to get famous enough someday that you and John can do a tag team match in in the ring. Oh, oh. I would do it borderline for free if I Me too. I'd be a job. But I know, but but we we gotta get famous enough so that it makes sense for you know So that people wanna see it. Otherwise (laughs) someone pays for it. Otherwise it's two chubby Filipino men (laughs) (laughs) running. Dude, I look like Rey Mysterio if I ate Rey Mysterio. <laughs> that's how fucking tiny I am. <laughs> it's tiny and obese at the same time. Holy shit, that's horrible. What about you, Josh? What's your dream job? It was in sports as well. Not lawyer, but I did want to be a professional soccer player for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I'm garbage now. I'm, I'm, ter- I'm terrible now. My knees are gone. But yeah, that was, that was my dream job. I always idolized Lionel Messi, so played striker for a bit and then midfield just like he did. So big fan of that. You like how Messi hangs out with Kanye West now? 
Fuck. Well, like Sean's dreams, there go mine. I have no idols left. Will Smith and Lionel Messi were all I had. Hey, I didn't get to weigh in on the Will Smith thing. Yeah, actually, I do want to get Sean's take on this. We we also did talk for like 10 minutes. We cut that down to like a three minute clip. Is that going out like for on a podcast thing or is that just strictly TikTok? Nah, it was just TikTok. I didn't edit the full thing. Okay, then I'll time. just go quick. I don't want to. I don't want to take over John's episode. No, By take all it means, over. Go ahead. John doesn't care. The less he has to talk, that's where he has to. This is a whole two weeks later, I imagine, when this comes out. So by the yeah. time the Wicked Maniacs hear this, they're gonna be like, "Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up about Will Smith." But <laughs> I'll just go quick. I'll go quick. Uh, not the asshole. Yeah. Oh, was that the best way to handle it? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Oversensitive? Uh, debatable. You know, uh, someone sure. that suffers from alopecia and someone that uh, their hair was uh, award winning and a part of their identity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Go into that. Well, how, yeah. Your hair was award winning? Uh, you know, two times in high school, uh, one best hair of my class. <laughs> Two years wow. out of my four years in high school. You know, it's no big deal. People voted for it. You know, Sean was homeschooled. Uh, I was not homeschooled. Thank you very much. I have the yearbooks. I could post it on our, uh, on our fucking uh, Instagram or TikTok or whatever. It's very, uh, yeah, do y'all know Ooh. that emo TikTok sound? The fucking, oh my Good God. Good tonight, you. Good tonight, will be the night that I will over again. <laughs> Yeah, very much that vibe with my hair. I had the side bangs, the little, the fake sideburns, and then like a mullet. It was, it was a mullet. Little fucking mullet. You got to post that shit on Instagram, bro. Yeah, you have to. Now. Over again. Yeah, you better believe it. Actually, post it on Patreon. Yeah, the $25 tier, believe it or not. <laughs> if you want to see Sean's hair back when he was in high school, That's join the our one. Patreon. <laughs> That's the one thing that isn't a lie that I've said about the $25 Patreon. If we if we have somebody sign up, I'll put that picture up. No, throw it on the $1. I want to get more people in. <laughs> That's fair. If we get 100 hey, people on the $1 tier, I will post it. You Sean is bait. Uh, so, all right, let me ask you this now. Oh, oh Sean, you're done with the... Yeah, would you, oh, yeah, I, 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 I want to okay. be quick. I don't, I don't want to... All right, you're fine. The people are tired. It's been two days after we're tired of it. <laughs> yeah, but you know how the news cycle is like it's done now and then everyone in two weeks will be like, oh, yeah, I remember when Will remember Smith did when that, that thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. I will say uh, just my last few thoughts on it. I, I I agree with you to a point. I've had some time to think about it and definitely in our comments on the TikTok, they were like, uh, you know, maybe a white guy should be talking about this, which is fair. Um, fair. And I'd like to go on to that to say it was ridiculous seeing all the fucking white comics come out to white knight for chris rock like holy shit guys he is a grown-ass man he could fight his own battles comedy is not under attack you were all fine grow the fuck up <laughs> yeah I, I did notice a bunch of comedians took offense like yeah like in general a bunch of like comedians of all genders and race you know yeah the the white men definitely stuck out more, but well, like comedians, our alg our algorithm's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our algorithm's a little different, unfortunately. Because yeah, Josh hates um, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop saying oh, that. No. I, don't, I hate Wakanda. <laughs> if you guys want to uh, know what John's talking about, listen to uh, the Pineapple, Pineapple Pizza, Pizza podcast, podcast episode yes. that came out on True. April first, where he that, portrays Lynn's who hates what. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Tolan's under a bus. <laughs> so to go, just to move on, many of us dream of escaping that nine to five grind, but one might wonder, where did the 40 hour week come from? So according to Wikipedia, the eight hour day movement or 40 hour week movement, also known as the short time movement, feels like that's a dig on me, uh, was a social <laughs> movement to regulate the length of a working day, preventing excesses and abuses. An eight-hour workday has its origins in the 16th century Spain, but the modern movement dates back to the Industrial Revolution in Britain, where industrial productions in large factories transformed working life. At that time, the working day could range from 10 to 16 hours. Not much has changed for me. Uh, the work week was typically six days a week, and the use of child labor was common. The first country that introduced the eight-hour workday by law for factory and fortification workers was Spain in 1593. In contemporary era, it was established for all professions by the Soviet Union in 1917. So the move to the 40 hours was actually popularized back in 1914, where according to NBCNews.com, the standard work week was actually six days and pushing to about 48-ish hours. But it was then suggested by automotive industry mogul Henry Ford to reduce the work week to 40 hours a week because he felt like more time on the factory floor was bad for business and would decrease employee productivity. So Henry Ford kind of, wow. you know what? Hearing you talk about this reminds me that Shots and Thoughts did an episode on Labor Day and a lot of this information is kind of crossover. Oh, look wow. at you. Retaining wow, some information. John's like, I, John's like, where do you think I got this? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That probably be it. That's why subconsciously why I thought about it. So this would prompt then U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt to pass the Fair Labor Standards Act in 1938, which was part of his New Deal at the time. So this New Deal improved working conditions and saw reforms involving establishing a minimum wage and putting an end to, quote, oppressive forms of child labor. So that was kind of just a super brief information about the 40-hour work week. I told y'all, like, I, I didn't write shit. This is the portion where I kind of <laughs> wanted to have a little bit of discussion with you guys, and I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts. We're going to try to make this as, as much as an open discussion as possible, but I do have some set questions that I did want to ask. The first one I wanted to ask you guys, did the pandemic shift your mentality when it comes to work? 100%. I had just started my current job when the pandemic started. So immediately, like two weeks in, they tr we transferred to work from home and I've never been back. And it has drastically changed my my thoughts on the classic office workplace and going in and wasting all your time with the commute and busy work here and there when, when you're trying to look busy. And it's just, it's so much less stressful to be work from home. Not that being said, there are downfalls. You know, you don't get quite the as so much social interactions as you'd like from home, but you have more time to do social things with friends and, and with family and stuff like that. So it's kind of, uh, it evens out somewhere. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say I've, in general, I've, I've definitely done a 180 on the whole office culture. Sean? Yeah, I mean, likewise, I do not get to work from home, Ooh. but I've seen all my friends work remote and it's just been like, Brian is big on like always being like conscious of time and things like that. Like constantly oh, high. No. <laughs> what he likes to watch those videos that are like, say there's only this many weeks in your life and you've lived this many, you know, right. th those type of videos yeah. like that really fucks with his brain and motivates him to like 
YOLO and live life how he wants to live life and shit. And I would always think about that too. Like whenever you watch those videos, it tells you how much time you fucking waste driving. Yeah. How much time you have in your car or like how much time you spend with your coworkers as opposed to spending time with your family, like your parents and your, you know, the family that you've made and, yeah, and man. just shit like that. And it's just like, oh my God, that's fucking ridiculous. And then COVID happens and then you're like, wait, we could just fucking take all that shit out and then spend all it, all that time with the people that we want to spend the time with. I mean, yes, you're working at home and doing work, but you're like at least physically in the same realm with yeah. them. And you and have lunch I, together, take breaks together, go on walks when you're taking those breaks. Exactly. Um, during the pandemic at, at certain points, my girlfriend who does teach, she was teaching from home. And so, as I said, we were both home. You know, we'd have lunch together. It was nice. We go on walks at certain points during the day when she had time off. And it was nice. Like you, you get to spend real quality time with someone rather than getting home from a, a tiring workday commute. And then just kind of flopping yourself on the couch and watching TV and then going to bed. Yeah. There was there was a lot of that extra time where you actually got to spend quality time with with friends, family, whoever it was, and, and kind of enjoy life for a bit. Yeah, and, and you guys bring such a valid point when it comes to remote work. And it's actually a perfect segue to the next question I had for you guys. So besides, you know, remote work being considered a norm, and again, sorry, Sean, that you didn't get to experience that. What would you like to see <laughs> changed? In either the workplace or kind of like the trend towards how the workplace is going to be like moving forward. It just seems like the trend is more and more places are foregoing buying office buildings and are renting office space and being like, well, if everyone's getting all their shit done remote, there's no need for this. Hopefully that trend continues even after COVID. I mean, COVID's never ending, but <laughs> when COVID is less of a, a threat, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more flu-like. So hopefully that continues happening. Uh, the remote jobs are plentiful. So I just hope that trend continues and, uh, you know, trying to be like, y'all, my guy. <laughs> I'd even take it a step further and say, um, I've been a pro four day work week guy for a while. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Ooh, my guy, I like, you don't know how many times I pitched that so many times already. <laughs> there, there are some weeks where, where, yeah, five days a week I, I might have to work because, because I have stuff to do, but there are, there are some weeks where it's like, okay, I'm doing this because not because I have to, but because I have to find something to do, you know what I mean? And so you're, you're making busy work for yourself. Um, yeah. Now that's, like I said, not every week, but there are, there are a lot of jobs where I feel don't require 40 hours a week. You could, you could do that in whatever 32 or however many you cut it down to in a four day week. And I don't know about you guys, but three day weeks. And like, like we just talked about, it's going to be Easter coming up here. Those are the best weeks when when you have a three day three day weekend and a four day work oh, yeah. week. You have so so much more time to do stuff. You have oh, Saturday yeah. to kind of get your shit together, chores, and then you got Sunday to chill, do do go go do something, and then you got Monday off or Friday off, whatever it happens to be. And it's the best. Like you feel so much more rested going into that work week, and so much more rejuvenated and and ready to to tackle any problems that you have, rather than oh. do all your chores Saturday, freak out because tomorrow's work week. Sunday, yeah, <laughs> just exactly never come down from the stress. Sunday scaries as as so. Uh, yeah, big pro advocate for uh, for four day work weeks. And you know it's crazy because every time we would have like three day weekends, that Monday coming back or that Tuesday coming back. Those are usually my most productive days because I would just sit down and just be yeah. like, okay, there were emails that came over to over Friday or like, you know, Saturday and Sunday. I need to be focused and get the shit done. And th those days, yes, yep. they suck, 
But I probably knock all those emails out because I'm like laser focused. Like, all right, this shit just has to be done. Instead of just a regular week, mm-hmm. it's just like, fuck, it's Monday again. Uh, I'm pissed off. Let me just kind of like drag the work. And then, you know, it extends your pretty much day wasting around yeah. kind of like idling instead of just be like, all right, I only have four days to work with this week. I got to be focused. Yeah. No, 100 percent. And and when you go into work that day, you know you have work to do, mm-hmm. whereas not every Monday going into work, you're like, I, I don't know, like I don't really have like I don't have meetings yet. Like I don't really have any work built up to do that day until, yeah, you have your afternoon meeting and you're like, oh, OK, I'll do this now. And then Tuesday is yeah. usually your more productive day anyway. Now, this is the caveat of office jobs. I guess we should clarify there are many trades jobs and, and yes, you know, work with your hand, re- quote unquote, real jobs where you're working with your hands, which like my dad does and, and my brother. And so I guess caveat is a lot of this stuff wouldn't translate, mm-hmm. but you could you could find ways to make those jobs easier, too. I don't, I don't know how, but someone could. Fucking capitalism. Okay, let me pose this question. So <laughs> it seems like four-day work week is kind of like something that you would want to see implemented someday, Josh. So what initiatives do you think employers can provide to either A, retain talent, or B, keep their talent engaged, like the, the people they have? Like how do they keep them engaged being an employee? This is my HR just like fucking getting excited talking about this <laughs> with you guys, by the way. <laughs> I feel like uh, this is yeah, a company interview <laughs> after <laughs> right. uh, like a like an exit interview or something. <laughs> yes, I do those what too many have times. Done to kept you. Yeah, this is uh, Sean and my last episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing is, and the most obvious thing is, just fucking pay people more. Yeah, you know, cost of living has shot up, especially recently. Inflation is a fucking bitch, and I I have lots of thoughts on that, but we won't get into that. But anyway, like inflation and and housing and goddamn everything is getting so much more expensive. But you know, the salaries are relatively the same and it's like how are we supposed to survive on this so the biggest thing is to keep employees is to to just fucking pay them what they're worth yeah if you do that you'll keep most of your employees happy because even if they get annoyed they'll be like oh at least i can go home knowing that i've saved a little bit month money this week and i i don't have to worry about food rent all that kind of shit Whereas nowadays it's like, I got to hold this paycheck for this long because my rent's due in a couple of weeks and I won't get my next paycheck until after that. You know, it's like you're doing all this mental gymnastics to try and figure out bills and shit. Whereas if people just got paid what they're worth and what inflation has gone up, then, uh, you know, a little less stress on the middle class, middle and lower class people. So that's my biggest answer. I don't, uh, I'm sure there's tons of incentives people could offer uh, free healthcare, dental. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in HR, so this is not my job. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sean? I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's the same thing, you know, kind of ask, oh, why are all these people leaving? Oh, they can get like a 15% pay raise if they fucking move. Yeah. Well, of course they would move. That's what so I do why don't, uh, inst- <laughs> that, I, I want to say that's what most millennials do. Yeah. And Gen and Z. Rightfully, for right, sure. rightfully so. <laughs> and Gen Z, for sure. Just get what you're worth. Interview nonstop. Get what you're worth. And uh, all you could do is let them know, hey, I got offered this much balls in your court. If you think I'm worth that much, then I'll say whatever. You don't owe your company anything more than your 40 hours a week. Like you're not tied to them. (laughs) If you can find a better working condition, a better pay raise, don't feel obligated to stay where you are. You can absolutely move on if they're not willing to pay and provide you with what you require or what what someone else is willing to pay you. So don't feel trapped in the corporate world. Millennials and Gen Z's. Boomers are mostly out. (laughs) Yeah. Let them die. 
All right, so <laughs> I didn't say that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let him die off of the workplace. Damn, chill. Okay, so there's okay, okay. there's ac- there's funny. actually a big reason why I kind of set you guys up for those questions because the last one I kind of wanted to ask you is going to be a little bit on topic. So let's say the Cultivate Network or Reddit on Wiki becomes this global empire, right? And we end up having some oh, employees. God. What would be the work condition like at our quote unquote HQ? Think benefits, think hours that they got to work, go wild. It's as far as your imagined can take you. Oh man, it depends on what kind of uh, content we're putting out. Like if we're doing more episodes or whatever. But yeah, like, uh, like pretend, I don't know. pretend we're um, we're an entertainment or like a media company, like a full blown media company. Right. I'd say make your own hours is a big one. Yeah. As long as you're hitting your objective, I don't care how long you fucking work. Yeah, we'll set a deadline for a project, and if you want to work fucking nine p.m. till five a.m. Because that's when you the like to work. Before. Yeah. What fuck whatever. As long as it's done. Yeah, I think hours would be a lot more flexible. Probably depending like uh, like I said, depending on we might work ourselves a bit more than we work if we had employees, but that's because it's our company. We have we're a bit more invested in it, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I'd probably limit myself to forty hours maximum. And then any other employees, probably four days a week. Like I said, depending on what we have, if we have an editor or a researcher or something like that, just Work this amount of hours this week. These are the deadlines for the project. If you get them done, then that's awesome. Wait, yeah. That's my. That's it. That's my only uh, rules. <laughs> hey, that that sounds like a fucking good ass company to work for. Yeah, honestly, just get your shit done. I mean, we're a fucking. I mean, I'm a fucking podcast host. I don't know the ins and outs of what it takes to run an entertainment firm. Exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> I imagine as long as everybody, you know. Research, send in your research so the podcasters can record their podcasts on time. Social media managers, make sure you're getting your post out whenever you schedule your automated social media scheduler thing. Or, yeah. you know, <laughs> just everybody make sure you're fucking doing the job that, you know, you're hired for. We're not asking for anything more. We're not asking to be innovative. That's probably should be our job yeah. as, the, yes. <laughs> as the bosses or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, just 40 hours a week. Who cares? Just get your shit done. Yeah, I like it. We can come up to a deadline. If the deadline is too close, we'll fucking negotiate a way that it works out for everybody. But I mean, like there's no busy work will be so unnecessary. Any any kind of work hours that don't work for you will be unnecessary. I don't know. It's just Um, I would want to treat my employees how I would want to be treated. And they're just having freedom to do as I please, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know if this is hypothetical, if we had a studio or something, we'd only require certain people in for like recording and then everyone could do like editing, researching, whatever from home. So it would not be a, you have to come into an office kind of thing every day. If anything, the studio could just be an option for the people that want to do that. True. Yeah. If, if you find working in office works better for you, we'll have, we'd have space for that. And then we'd obviously have to go in to record an episode or, or whatever. And, and we yeah. batch record anyway. So that might even just be one day. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. Um, Cause my ass would never show up anyways, besides recording time. <laughs> honestly, like what do you call it? Jake and Amir for, from Headgum. True. You know, when they, when they were before, you know, before COVID, they had like times in their years where they were doing the podcast on like East and West coast before zoom was a thing. So they would fly in batch record for a day and then just, you know, I mean, if we're being out. honest, that's how we'd have to do it anyway, because I'm in Canada. So True. Yeah. I'd probably fly in for a week and we'd figure it out. Shit, I wouldn't mind fucking flying into some, Same. the most central area, fucking Chicago for uh, a couple days. That's true. Every, every two or three weeks. 
knock it out. Yeah. Or Austin, Texas to make you feel more comfortable, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll borrow Joe's studio. (laughs) Too close to Joe. (laughs) Well, I do appreciate that conversation. So I, I, the only reason why I really wanted to ask that is because I'm not saying that we're getting too popular to a point that, but think big, you know what I'm saying? Like we never know that could be possible for us. I mean, yeah. we definitely did think we were going to hit 25,000 downloads. And I mean, honestly, we didn't even think we were going to hit, uh, what, what the fuck is the math? Y'all know I'm bad at math. 17,000 <laughs> downloads in one in month? month. Yeah. I think we're, we're probably, yeah. And in a one month. It's crazy. Ridiculous. That's well, more than our whole other time that we've existed. So <laughs> exactly. I was, was going to say that's du- more than double what we had before, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. That That's also true. So wow. it's just, yeah, it's <clears throat> it's not like we're getting too big for our britches, but it's just like, oh, why not dream big? You know, exactly. Man, some shit. Why not yeah. us? If that doesn't work out, we can all become uh, lawyer wrestlers. There you Hell go. Yeah. <laughs> be a, uh, could be a trios. Yeah. Trios yeah. team right there. That'd be pretty dope. I don't know what All our right. name would be, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> I, don't know. I like it. I'm just picturing the gear right now. Some assless chaps. Nice. Me, oh, dude. yeah. Luchador mask so we can keep our lawyer jobs during the day. True. So work? no one can know our true identity. <laughs> no one can know. Are we going to just look like Legado del Fantasma? I don't know if you know who they are, Sean. They're from NXT. They're, I, I know they're on NXT. Do they wear assless chaps? That's my they vibe don't. right now. They're I'm not into wear. the assless chaps. <laughs> I was gonna say because we're gonna we're probably gonna have to wear like some sort of a suit and an assless chaps with masks. That's gonna be pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right, I'll, so, I'll draw some sketches. <laughs> so before we get into some Reddit stories, we'll be right back on Reddit on Wiki after a few words from our sponsors. Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. All right, welcome back, Wikimaniacs. And we are now going to our Reddit section of this episode. So we're going to r slash Tales from a Job for some crazy work stories. Sean, you're up first. All right. What was your craziest work story? Oh! (laughs) What was that? we We have a whiteboard. Oh, I'm about to say, I'm like, oh, uh, the, it, the whiteboard uh, uh, fell. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's like, a, it's a large whiteboard. Very Jesus. big. Fuck. Oh, that was scary. Okay. 
All right. What was your craziest work story? This is from Carl 0071. Wow. How a tiny cost saving experiment cost a company over 115,000 pounds of whiskey. I, I think that's the pound sign. Again, I'm a dumbass. All right. <laughs> so this happened a few years ago at a company which I didn't work at, but I worked next to. I spoke with the factory staff mostly during coffee breaks in the communal loading bay. The company manufactured various ceramics from plates and mugs to more specialty orders like whiskey bottles and commemorative plaques. They had been in talks with a big whiskey company in Scotland for several months to manufacture 250,000 ceramic whiskey bottles over the next five years. I regularly chatted with these guys from the factory floor and some of them have been in the ceramic industry since they'd left school and what they didn't know about ceramics wasn't worth knowing. Anyway, after the whiskey company was satisfied that they could handle the volume of over 1,000 bottles a week and their quality standards, the final hurdle came down to the price. I don't know the exact numbers, but they ended up arguing over a few pence on each one. I don't know what pence are. Yeah, uh, what does that translate to? Like it. Is that pounds? Dollar? Uh, no, it can't be. A cent? Cent, maybe. Maybe a, cent. a few cents. All right, anyways. Sorry, <laughs> British Wikimaniacs. We do have a lot, uh, too, actually. Do we? Yeah. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Blay all England. Yeah. Oh, awful. <laughs> awful. Really I, offend it all. I take it back. I take it back. Oh, fish and chips. Ah, fuck me. Top of the morning, right. top of the morning, top of the morning. Peaky fucking blind. That's Irish? Scottish? I don't know. That's, uh, I'm so sorry. I, I tried to, back to this Reddit story, anxiety. All right. Eventually, the order came through and the first batch went into production. But the guys on the factory floor weren't happy. They explained to me that in order to make the slip, the ceramic liquid, cheaper, they were told to use less of one expensive ingredient and substitute it with something cheaper. The whiskey company was completely aware of this change as this was all part of the cost-saving measure. This mold for the whiskey bottle was thickened to compensate for a slightly weaker ceramic slip. Oh. So the first 1,000 bottles were delivered to the customer successfully and the bottling process began. Meanwhile, the ceramics factory ramped up production to around 1,200 a week in order to maintain an overstock to ensure they wouldn't incur a penalty should delivery deadlines be missed due to a potential production or supply issue. It sounds a lot like uh, day job shit, supply chain shit. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> again, the factory staff were not entirely happy with the product quality, but they were very pleased with the practically unlimited overtime they could pick up. About oh. a month passes, and I hear some awful news from one of the factory staff. The whiskey company completed their first bottling operation using the new ceramic bottles, but once they'd been filled up and moved around with a forklift truck, the bottoms were breaking open on practically every single one. No. Worse still, this was only discovered after all a thousand had been filled with whiskey. Oh, oh that's a Produc lot of whiskey. That's a lot of fucking whiskey. <laughs> Holy shit. Production of the bottles was immediately stopped so that the cause of the problem could be determined. They even went as far as sending the bottles to be x-rayed to check their structural integrity. What? Eventually, I didn't even know you could x-ray a fucking ceramic. <laughs> you see through them, dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. 
Eventually, it was discovered that even though the thickness of the ceramic had been increased, this wasn't enough to stop the bottom from falling out after it was filled with whiskey and then moved with a forklift once it was boxed and palletized. So these were expensive bottles of whiskey, which would go on to retail for over a hundred pound a bottle. And practically all of the thousand bottles from the first bottling were now leaking their precious content across the whiskey warehouse. The following week, two large skips or dumpsters for you Americans. (laughs) Thank uh, you. Arrived or Canadians, North Americans, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Arrived at the ceramics factory and the staff were ordered to smash and dump every single one of the 2,500 whiskey bottles, which were still in the factory in various stages of production. Some were unglazed and straight out of the molds and others were completed with glaze, artwork and stickers. I went outside purely out of morbid curiosity to see pallet after pallet of empty whiskey bottles being taken outside and each one smashed by hand with a hammer into the dumpster. Okay. I will say this. That would be a satisfying ass job. That would be. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> one of those wrecking rooms. Yeah. But, uh, just you're getting paid for it. Baseball bat. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> I saw firsthand what had gone wrong with the bottles. The finished bottle looked flawless but even the gentlest tap with the hammer and the whole bottom just fell out as if it were made out of an eggshell. I know that hitting a ceramic bottle with a hammer sounds like a harsh test, but these were thick, heavy ceramic bottles, which weighed about two pounds when they were empty. And yet the bottom of each one shattered like a thick eggshell. A few days later, production on the whiskey bottles started again using the original, slightly more expensive design. I was told that the product liability insurance claim was in the region of 115,000 pound, and most of this was paid to the whiskey company for the lost whiskey. But some was being paid to the ceramics company for the raw cost of the lost materials they had had to dump in the skip. The lesson here is to not be clever and to try and save a few pennies on a vessel, which will hold 100 pound worth of whiskey. Wow. I learned my lesson today. Don't don't (laughs) skip out on quality. Yeah, don't, don't skip out skip on the quality. Out, I like that. Otherwise, it goes in the skip. Wow, how am I, am I John? Yes, twenty-five dollar pier. Pay me, nope, baby. That is a that is a very whiskey <laughs> business that you are taking if you do that, buddy. Awful. Ah, I I don't have a joke, so I'm going to do mine. <laughs> <laughs> what was your craziest work story? So this comes from the subreddit Tales from the Job. Posted by Foolish Pheasant. The title is, A lady got mad because I wouldn't allow her to commit fraud. You know, I usually get mad when people don't allow me to do that either. But (laughs) That's pretty fucked up. (laughs) I am a bank teller and usually things go pretty well with customers. I worked a wide array of customer service jobs from Walmart to movie theaters to sales calls for HSN. Working at a bank is probably the best so far because people are less likely to be jerks to you when it comes to their money, usually. This past Saturday, I had a lady write a check from her business account. She wrote the check right in front of me. When I took it from her to cash, then deposited it, as she requested so they'd get the funds right away, I glanced at it and felt my heart sink. She was already back from a previous transaction, which wasn't done the way she wanted, so I knew she was the type that was going to be snotty about any little thing that didn't go her way. The check was made out to her business co-owner, a guy, and she had signed the back in his name. 
When I refused to take it and gave her another option that would have saved her writing slash wasting another check, she got huffy and said it had to be written to the guy for the business reasons. Okay, so he has to sign it. Otherwise, it's fraud. Even if he approves it, if it's not his signature, he could come back later and say he didn't sign it and I'm the one on the hook. Regardless, it's fraud and I'm not doing it. Mad now, the lady threateningly said she could go get him, but he wouldn't be happy. I just gave her my best customer service smile and said, okay, and turned around to go back to my station until I could actually help her. The funny thing is, the guy didn't seem phased when they came back in. He signed the check, I did their transaction, and that was it. Except the lady paused before leaving, staring at me like she expected an apology. Again, with a stupid fake grin, I thanked her and walked away. (laughs) Wait, you made me read a a goddamn book. Yeah, Sean's is not clippable. (laughs) No, you made me read a goddamn book. I thought it was book. shorter when I was looking at it, all right? <laughs> My God, that was long. You know, about- that, that's fair, Sean. You you would not read it either. You would just give it to us to do. <laughs> I skip my shit. I skip my shit. I've never made. Well, no, I've made y'all read some pretty long ones. I didn't even skim <laughs> anything. I just was like, whatever. The first thing I see, fuck it. I told you Holy I had m- time to do shit. <laughs> okay. All right. So for my last one. What was your craziest work story? So according to user TwistedMonkey07, they titled it, The Customer Wants Discount for Being White. Oh. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't make me read this one. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to read it because... Are you just going to stare at me the whole time? Yes. (laughs) So I used to work at my local zoo at the front, just mainly checking people in, answering phones, filling out spreadsheets. It was a very simple job with good pay. On one slow day, we had a number of people calling in for some reason. Normal questions were about prices, hours, and the occasional, can I speak to Mr. Monkey prank calls? The next call I got was very hilarious. A good bit. interesting. It was a woman who was calling to ask for prices. I go through my normal script of prices per age. She then asked me word for word, word for word, quote, is there any discount for a white adult? No, never. Well, I shouldn't say never, actually. <laughs> Definitely. There has been. There uh, for yeah, sure actually. Been. If you go back 50 years, there probably was. Louisiana Purchase was one of them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Unfortunately, racism not that long ago. Maybe yeah. like 70 years, honestly. How old was this lady? She might have lived through it. So. <laughs> she might have been there. I was taken aback. I asked her, quote, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. And in a total, <laughs> you, you know, did. Wednesday White People Day. <laughs> we get in half off. Come on, White Wednesdays. You didn't know. <laughs> and in a totally serious tone, she said firmly, "Do you have any discounts for white adults?" She has to be old. There's no way. No, so- sorry, ma'am. Only white children. <laughs> In fact, all children, believe it or not, they have a discount on Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> Toddler Thursdays. <laughs> right after White Wednesdays. <laughs> now, now where I live, it's predominantly Hispanic, so not really used to interactions like this. I just ended up telling her as professionally as I could, quote, no, I'm sorry. We don't give discounts based on race. That would be racist. Yeah. She, no lie, tells me, well, that doesn't make sense. And hung up. What? Oh. 
<laughs> Pardon? <laughs> oh, no oh you, mean, you mean not giving discounts to, to, to different races is not racist? Uh, I'm a little lost. The math is not mathing. I don't understand the logic. Can you draw a map for me? <laughs> to this day, I am not entirely sure if it was a prank or a legit question. My money is on the latter because she sounded like a typical Karen Wood. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Some people. Some people. I like how y'all two had real fun stories. Just great stories. And then mine was supply chain. <laughs> supply chain and then just, oops, we wanted to save a little bit, uh, cut costs here. It, uh, it had to do with alcohol, me, though, Sean. Sean's yeah, thoughts, let, let me know? explain in two whole pages why. <laughs> I could have wrote that story in one paragraph. They cut oh. costs on bottles. Bottles broke. End of story. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> I am cutting costs by just copy and pasting shit on Wikipedia. So I read it. That's fair. And I am not writing shit today. <laughs> I don't blame you. I haven't written a single thing on this show. <laughs> True. <laughs> so that's it this week, Wikimaniacs. Let us know your thoughts by interacting with us on our social media, Reddit on Wiki or Twitter, uh, on Twitter or IG. If you have a funny work story that you want to send over, you can uh, send it to us on our email at reddit on wikipod at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube and follow us on TikTok at Reddit on Wikipod. See you on Friday for another Am I the Asshole episode. And remember, Ooh. if you saw something that kept you up at night, you must have read it on Wiki. Peace. Happy birthday, Josh. Thank you. Feliz cumpleaños. Spread those legs. bati, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy Sean. <laughs>